What is up, log on games peoples out there? This is not Andrew Fleming. This what? is or Andre four seven seven two. He crazy guy has decided to go like film some videos for his uh, drum stuff coming out. His new music where he's playing drums is some pretty awesome sounding music, if I'm honest. But he's he's forgotten about us and uh, he's he's dead to us. So that's not true. He'll be back next week. Um, <laughs> but this is. Uh, Matthew Fleming, I'll take, uh, I'll do the brother thing this week and, uh, kind of take over, do the, the goodest I can, uh, X user eight X on everything that you want to find me on, um, you know, Twitter, PlayStation, MySpace, whatever. Um, actually probably not MySpace. Don't check that. Don't quote me on that. But I do have with me J Monty G man, Mr. Jason Montgomery. How's it going? What is going on, man? You've been doing all right. Been doing all right. Not getting any sleep. That's that's what kids will do, man. Yep, new kid, kid plus two year old kid, no yep. sleep whatsoever. Kid, kids are like, "Daddy, I love you so much that I won't let you sleep." Exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. And then we also have with us, I would say, kind of as usual, he's on here a lot. Shibby, Mister Shibby, how you doing, sir? What's up, y'all? Hey, reminder: MySpace is still out there, so I want y'all to go go search X User Eight, go stalk them. I don't know if it, I, I mean, please do. I just don't know if that's what my actual tag or name is on my, I don't remember. <laughs> the <laughs> so. other night, I don't know why, how this happened, but the other night I searched my profile and I found it. I couldn't log in, but I, I didn't know what my login was, but I found my profile and I totally downloaded some of my pictures. That's nice, dude. Just so hey, I can blackmail think- myself. I think still to this day, as far as social media goes, being able to click on somebody's profile and have a song of their choice start playing is a brilliant Dude. idea. Dude. I don't know. I like it. I, I like can't it. believe no one replicated that. I know. I'm, it's surprising, isn't it? Get some Under Oath um, going on there. Oh, yeah. But only Under Can Oath from back when MySpace was out. Racing? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best at this. We're going to enjoy this and have a good time. Um I introduce you boys. We do have the giveaway coming up um, that was actually kind of misspoken by Andrew last week. He said that the we'd be giving uh, we'd be drawing the winner in two weeks on August the eighth, which both of those things can't be true. So it's actually two weeks, August the fifteenth from last week. August the eighth was one week away. So if you were expecting to hear the winner or find out the winner today. Sorry, that was a little miscommunication, but it was two weeks from last week, which is August the 15th next week. Does that make any sense, guys? Math hard. It means you got more time. It does. You have more time. And so all you got to do to get in on that is you subscribe and follow on any podcast service that you want to listen to us on, and you get an extra entry if you rate or share it. I mean, that's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Am I right? So I've seen some people that... Um, that our, our Twitter has um, retweeted some of their post, um, you know, rating or, or sharing this stuff, and, and we'd love to interact with you guys. But that's a twenty dollar PSN or Xbox gift card giveaway, um, and I realize that makes Shibby mad because it's not a million bells. But you know what? It is what it is, man. <laughs> so no, nah. hey, I made one point two million bells in the stock market this week. I went back. I went back to the well. You time traveler. I know I didn't. I didn't time travel. I just went back, I know, as in I, I haven't. I haven't bought turnips uh-huh. in like two months. 
So I also you did swam. Some insider trading. I, I right, right, exactly. No, I did. I did some Twitter trading where I get on Twitter. I'm like, who's got bells or turnips selling for high bells? So, is this? But August fifteenth, we'll draw that winner. You get you guys some free monies just by listening to us. And you, I'll be honest with you, that's basically us paying you twenty dollars to listen to us, which is what probably needs to happen. So, no, nah, it's all good, all good. <laughs> But yeah, welcome. We got a. There's actually a lot to talk about this week. We won't spend a ton of time on on each thing. We have a couple a couple of things that we'll spend some time on because we have a list of stuff right in front of us. And we were just talking before the show, and there's like three things that we need to add to the list. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be something. But we will start out from some of the stuff that happened this week, guys. Have you seen where XCloud is coming to Games Pass? Like almost now, September fifteenth. Yeah, it is, and- it is upon us. I mean, this is continuing Xbox's trend of, like, giving us all the reasons in the world not to buy an Xbox. I do agree. I do uh, agree. Yeah. It's it's super weird. And not only that, but I found out this week as well, um, out of a friend of ours that, that wanted to play Sea of Thieves with us, has a brand new Alienware computer but doesn't have an Xbox. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm pretty sure they have that on, you know, Game Pass on, on PC. So he gets on that. I was like, it's, don't worry. It's only 15 bucks a month. No big deal. Whatever, hop in. On PC, it's five bucks a month. What? Yeah, four nine and nine. What the heck? I don't know if it's going to stay like that. I don't know if it's like a, right now it's that way or what the deal is. Oh, well, here's the thing. Don't they, do, do they lose money on uh, hardware sales? So if they can get you to play their stuff uh, with hardware you already own, isn't that a win for them? Or is that the angle you think or no? I think that's the angle that they think. I don't know exactly if that's going to work the way they want to. Like my friend who played Sea of Thieves with us, he's not going to buy an Xbox, but he did go spend 30 bucks on a controller to use on the PC. It was an Xbox controller. So I guess maybe they made a little money off of him. I don't know. Yeah, completely off topic. But man, I can see them going the way of Sega after after a few years, just going back to software. It's like... They just, will put their game on everything and be like, oh, and it's on the Xbox. I, I think yeah. if, if they can sell you the service, if they can sell you a cloud service and not have to deal with hardware, uh, as long as they have exclusives and stuff that's not on PlayStation, I think that might be a good way for them to go. I, I'm not the most educated on this stuff, but that's kind of a... I can speculate that direction. Sure. Now, I will say, just the... The simple fact of xCloud is is here is a good thing ultimately. Any if it works, especially you know the Stadia xCloud, that type of of cloud streaming is definitely the way of the future if it works correctly. Um, but I do agree with you guys that there's a disconnect i think in what microsoft thinks the future is for games and what the future is for games and <laughs> and i think i think that honestly i think the proof of that is the ps4 and the switch and the xbox one to some degree a lesser degree than those two but it feels like i mean for about 10 years 15 years people have been saying uh this is the last this is the last console generation you know Everything's just going either PC or now everything's going cloud gaming, all this kind of stuff. And it just doesn't go away. And I don't think, I just don't think console gaming's going away. I don't, I don't understand why it would. And I think PlayStation has doubled down on that. And Switch 
to a degree. They've kind of doubled down on that. They just are still innovative in the way they do things. Um, but they've just doubled down and said, look, we're just going to make a console like we always have. We're going to make great games for it like we always have. Until the market stops or dries up or something, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And PlayStation just made oodles of money this generation. Yeah. And so I, I, don't, I just don't understand the mindset of we have to change everything we're doing. Times are changing. People are changing. Let's do something out of the box. When clearly, I mean, if you just want to look at PlayStation over the last seven years, I don't know that times are changing when it comes to that. Like, I don't know. It's just, that's just kind of my thought on it, my two cents. I don't, it just makes sense to me to make a console. Like, I've heard multiple times this week, and y'all have probably heard the same about um, Xbox and PlayStation aren't really competing this next generation. Xbox is trying to do something different than what PlayStation is trying to do. And I'm just sitting here thinking, bullcrap. Because when people hear Xbox and when people hear PlayStation, in their head, it's one or the other. For most people, right? I mean, would you all agree with that? Um, I mean, I think that's... I, I, when you hear those two things, you think they're competing. You don't think, oh, they're doing different stuff. I'll get both. I think it's marketing uh, and company speak, man. I mean, you can look at, at things as not being competitors. You know, like, because there was... There, I was just watching something about uh, the Wii and how, you know, well, their their success was they didn't look at themselves as a competitor with, you know, whoever else. And it's sure. like, no, they still competed. That's just how they won is they did something different. Um, I remember right. an interview with freaking Steve Jobs and someone said something like, well, how do you how do you feel about your uh, your competition with Android? And he said, oh, we don't have you know, we're not competing with Android. He said that I've, he said they've, they've decided to make phones that do this and that, you know, just like we have. Um, but it's, they're, they're not our competitors. <laughs> so I kind of mm-hmm. think it is, I think it's kind of a flex. Yeah. And, but if you take Nintendo, like you said about the Wii, I would argue that if their stance was that they weren't competing with the other ones, the switch is more similar to the other console, even though it's less powerful. They're clearly trying to make a system that plays the same games that are on the other consoles. So they're they're getting into the same area as the other consoles as opposed to ah we're doing our own thing, you know? Right. I mean they're taking it the, it's a different cutout of the of the the pie, I guess, you know. But I don't know. I just don't Good point. And I, my you, personal you do opinion, hear that argument I, about Switch. You hear people say it about yeah. Switch too. It's like, well, we're not worried because we don't have to have specs because Switch is different. It's like, well, they're different, but I mean, no, nah, you can't keep putting you know, can't keep porting GameCube games forever. No, and but the and the I think that the reason the Switch has done so well in this this generation is not necessarily that the Nintendo games have been great. Sure, Breath of the Wild was great, but so was the previous Zelda game on the Wii U. Just nobody had a Wii U, you know. Um, but well, I, you know, I had a <laughs> Wii U, but you know, um, but yeah, they put out good games, first party games on the Wii U, but they had no third party support. And so I think that the success yeah. of the Switch is based on the fact that Doom can come out on PlayStation and I can go, I just wait a few months and buy it on Switch. Like the fact that that's an option makes the Switch so much more viable in, <laughs> in today's um, you know, realm or whatever. Um, so I, d- I don't know. I just don't understand Xbox's stance on we want to do something different and we're not really competing with playstation either they're they don't believe that and they're just saying that to try to 
I don't know, sound different as a marketing ploy or something, or they do believe that, and I don't think that's going to be a successful endeavor. I don't know. It sure yeah, worked out last generation when they decided to be a TV uh, service. Yeah, exactly. Right with the connect. Yeah, now they're trying to be the Netflix of of games. Which, I mean, it's it's a cool idea, but sure, you know, they. I feel like for this to work, just like Netflix, you need a lot of good first party offerings. Yep. To really anchor everything mm-hmm. else, and that's their still their one weakness. Correct. And that it's a big weakness because yeah. it's not it's not like it has been in times past where one one console had first party games that were a little bit better than the other ones. Like there's a huge gulf in, in quality between Xbox first party and PlayStation first party games right now. Um, but I will say uh, they are taking a good step, in my opinion, with Halo. Uh, they also announced this week that Halo is the multiplayer is free to play. Um, which I think that is, that's a possible game changer. If, if yeah, the huge. Halo multiplayer is as good as it should be, then that's a huge game changer. It's not a game changer. If Halo is what this last Halo was. The question is though, does the current market still care about Halo as much? Like, or no, are, that's are why it's free. Playing like Fortnite and overwatch. I would say, um, Yes, if it's made well, because the one uh, like the Fortnite and the Overwatch and um, I'm not going to put Call of Duty in this because I would put Call of Duty in the Halo category is what I'm about to say. Um, The Apex, those games that are shooters that are out there that are doing really well are doing well off the back of some good support and everything. Sure. But those are all three brand new IPs that had nothing to pull from as far as the fan base goes. And then it just worked. Um, Call of Duty with Warzone, they have a massive fan base to pull from. And then Halo with with multiplayer, if it works, if it's good, people are going to play it because they go, oh, Halo? Halo's supposed to be good, right? Let's try that, you know? And especially if they end up with some sort of battle royale, which I think, I don't I don't know that they'll listen to me because they don't really respect my opinion over at uh, Microsoft, I don't think, not quite yet. But uh, if I were them... You know, Halo's got its Forge mode. I would let the community make your Battle Royale. Yeah. And and I wouldn't make a Battle Royale. I would just find a way to do Forge mode, uh, some sort of marketplace isn't the right word, some sort of database or something where you can see what's most popular, who's playing what, that kind of thing, to where there's a maybe a Battle Royale section on that or whatever, and just never you know, never actually make an official battle Royale mode for Halo, but you know, just as much as I do, if somebody makes a good enough battle Royale and forge mode, people will start playing it and start playing it. And then everybody else will start playing it. And then you start hearing about it on Reddit and they'll start, you know what I'm saying? Like it would grow in its own right without you having to do the work as Microsoft. And then you're not held responsible for uh, a bad, a poorly made battle Royale or, why don't we do this instead? Why don't y'all change it? It's, it's not on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That'd be my idea. I would just say, make it a prevalent part of the, of the forge mode and let, let your community do that. Um, but I do think halo has lost 
even though I do think it has a lot of pulling power, it has lost some of that and it's lost some of its shine over the last, what, six years, seven years, I guess since the Xbox one. Um, and I do think free to play is the way to get that back. If it's a good game, it all comes down to how good the game's going to be, obviously, but free to play multiplayer it, is the way to get it back. What it kind of says to me is it's, it's a whole statement that just says, Hey, We've got a really, really good game. We know we, we're confident. We've got something really good here. Um, we know that, that we're not the hotness anymore. It's going to be free. You guys need to check this out. Everyone, come on in. Like, look at this. Sure, um, sure. And if that's the route that it takes, then it's, it might be what, what kind of brings Halo back. I, it's, maybe it's kind of sure. like their last-ditch effort in a way. I think, and I think I'm it with is. you. It's got to do. be done right. It's got to be good, and and it just has to be fun. I, I've seen the pictures, the stills online of stuff during during that you know um, reveal of Halo, where stills are like people, are, you know, talking about how they don't like how it looks, this, that, or the other. I got to tell you, right now, nobody's going to care if it's really fun to play. Right, it has nobody's to be. Nobody's going to care at all. I mean, no one's going to really care because I mean, right now the biggest shooter is Fortnite, and that's got cartoonish graphics. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. Fortnite? Like, say what? What is Fortnite? I haven't heard of that. Oh, it's this new social network that all the kids are on. Gotcha. Yeah. But no, it's like, yeah, people, <laughs> yes, in stills, it looks pretty uh, not 2020-ish. Um, but I mean, they're supporting 120 frames per second. That's going to look awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it, if it plays well, no one's going to care. No one's going to care even a little bit. Um, yeah. Then that's just the way it is. Now people will get in there and be like, "Oh, this doesn't look as good." But I'm five minutes into actually fighting and playing, you'll know if this is fun or not. <laughs> so that's just kind of what. They're, I, and I think I think Shibby's right. Um, I think it is a bit of a last last ditch effort. Um, but I like I like the fact that they're willing to do that. Um, I like the fact that they're willing to say, "All right, we'll make the multiplayer free to play because." your hardcore Halo fans are going to buy your game because they love the missions. They love the single player as well as the multiplayer. But I like my personal experience with Halo is I enjoyed the playing the online multiplayer. I've never liked the campaigns, not one. I've played all of them except for the first Halo, I believe, as far as campaigns. And I've played all of them all the way through, I think. Um, And ODST, Reach, Reach ODST. One of those two, I really liked a lot. One, I don't know, I don't remember which one it was, but we played through four-player co-op, the whole thing, I think like two nights or something like that, and it was a blast, and it's a memory that I have. That was fun. But Halo fans, fanboys, fangirls, love the campaign mode and being able to make it uh, heroic and turn on the little thing where you shoot the whatchamacallit's it's in the head and they blow up and go, hooray, and confetti goes everywhere. And... I don't know. They just liked it. I never got into that. I wouldn't call myself a hardcore Halo fan boy. So therefore, a free multiplayer would make me go play that game. It would. I'm still not interested in the campaign, but I'll play your Halo game if I can play it multiplayer for free. So, I don't know. Are y'all either one of y'all wanting to play Halo when it comes out? I mean, honestly, no. I'm I'm gonna get the the PlayStation, but the Xbox. I'm I'm gonna wait on. Uh, that being said, you know, having a free game, you know, presumably at launch, I wonder if they're trying to do the uh, the Wii Sports effect of just have that one thing that you sure. can play repetitively right out the gate. Sure. Which 
worked pretty well. But the difference, I think, with the Wii Sports effect was that Wii Sports was there to show people what this new contraption could do that was different than other video games. Halo's yeah. not doing that. Um, but it's, it's interesting for sure. It's interesting. Um, there's a couple things before we get to our topic of the day, which is going to be about PlayStation and some, some decisions they've made. Um, there's a couple other things I wanted to mention. Shibby. What's up with this Pikmin 3 stuff, man? Have you seen this? They got Pikmin 3. Is it remastered? Is that what they're calling it? Re- uh, Peaky Man. It's, it's Deluxe. the off Pokemon. No, I'm just kidding. No. Was it Deluxe? Yeah, I forget man. what they call it. Deluxe or... It is remastered. Del- it's something. They're slapping the Deluxe name on there again. It is the Deluxe name? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are it's you a Pikmin, Pikmin 3 fan? from... Uh, uh, what's, what's that? Are you a fan yeah, of the me, Pikmin series? I've never played it. How about y'all? I've played the GameCube one, which is one, just one. I've never played a full campaign on any of them. I actually had Pikmin 3 on the Wii U because I got it with some deal. Okay. Free and never touched it. I will say this about Pikmin. I will say this about Pikmin. Yeah. It looks weird. And there's a bit of a barrier to entry as far as how it looks as far as like you don't look at pikmin and go man that game looks super fun it's just looks you you look at that game and you go i don't really know (laughs) but everybody that i know that has taken the time to play those games for an extended period of time likes them everybody i'm really i'm really interested so i've i've been curious about uh pikmin for a long time i just i never did jump on it and i was never I never knew anybody that had it that could tell me to go get it. I was just, you know, the corner of my eye. And ever since I got mm-hmm. a Switch, I've been waiting. I'm like, hey, the second they drop Pikmin, like, I'm jumping on it. You know, we've been hoping for Pikmin 4, but um, the, it's the Wii U uh, scenario, you know, where not many people had a Wii U and almost nobody has played Pikmin. So if, if, they, can, mm-hmm. if they can bring it to the Switch when the Switch is hot, um, you know, the same thing like with, uh, like I was saying before, it's like if they can make it good and mm-hmm. make it accessible to a lot of people, then maybe they can get some new fans to jump on board. And then whenever they do do Pikmin 4, then they'll, you know, they'll kill it more, more than if they had just randomly come out Pikmin sure. 4. Sure. Um, but what this is, if y'all don't know, it's, it's Pikmin 3 from the Wii U, which came out about seven years ago. Um, mm-hmm. it's going to be allegedly 60 bucks for an old game, but here's what's kind of different from Super Mario Bros. Wii U and stuff, is they're actually going to include all all the DLC, which is these uh, extra missions. Um, and then there's actually um, a couple new story missions on there too, as well as some other enhancements okay. like the lock-on targeting and stuff. So it's, they have, they, sure. you know, they've at least somewhat earned the $60 price tag. They have. And the other thing I think too is what they have learned with animal crossing is that that kind of uh that pace of a game that relaxing hangout a little more happy-go-lucky type of game works apparently really well based on the fact that animal crossing is still selling like crazy uh and i think pikmin definitely fits in not to the same genre as far as gameplay but into the same like like vibe feeling let's play this game on just a Let's have a good time and play this game. It's not going to be stressful. Those kind of things. Well, another cool thing is, is you're leading a bunch of Pikmin into death. <laughs> no, no, that's to- I'm I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> well, totally. it's very cool cartoony. Is, you know, they're going to have a, a they they're kind of vague, but new difficulty mode. So, 
If, if that okay. means that we can make it harder and more challenging, that's cool. If it means we can make it a little easier too, like you said, that way it's a little more laid back. I can just kind of chill sure. at the end of the day and, and binge it. Uh, then yeah, that'd be cool. Are they adding difficulty Pikmin permadeath? That's what I want to know. So is it, are they not, uh, they don't have permadeath or, or how does that, how does that work? How, I do I mean, not you know. Collect, you on, basically, you basically harvest Pikmin. Yeah. Um, and you'll like eventually like max out how many you can hold in a level, but mm-hmm. you'll, uh, they, they are disposable. Um, they do different so things based on like what color they are and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, should be, I have a question for you. So, um, you touched on the price. I was one of the people that did not play tropical freeze on the Wii U and I bought it for 60 bucks on the switch and I loved every minute of it and thought it was worth that because it was the first time I yes. got to experience it. How do you feel about Pikmin being 60 bucks? Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you all have heard this. Allegedly, uh, it's so it's from the Wii U, right? So it's it, apparently it's been 20 bucks on the Wii U. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they pulled it from the shop. Game Explained, yeah, they checked They checked it out yesterday, so I don't know when they pulled it, but I know yesterday is when they checked, and it's not there, but Pikmin 1 and 2 are there. So that is a little a little shady. I get it business-wise. They want you to buy – they'd rather you buy it for 60 bucks than $20. Um, but uh, I, I think 40 to 50 would be more fair. Um, but like you said, I mean, it's, 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 it's not a decade old yet, um, and a lot of people have not played it. So if it's a quality game and they've added these quality of life improvements, um, I can see it. I can see it being. If I can see it being worth sixty bucks. Sure, I it depends think on out how. Of re, out of re, go ahead. I was going to say it depends on how much of the the quality of life improvements are actually improvements. Yeah. You know how much they improve. If it just you know looks a little bit better than eh, you know what I mean. So. I think I you're agree. No, I, I agree. Um, but the other good news, if you're a switch owner, uh, and you're like, man, 60 bucks is too much. Well then don't spend your 60 bucks on that. And there's still so many things that you can buy on the switch right now that are going to take all of your time, all of it. So, um, unless oh, yeah. you're Jason and you've played the whole store. <laughs> no, man, I've, I've slowed down recently. <laughs> I just remember you keep asking us like, what are the, what are the, you know, I'd love some like, you know, hidden gems on the store that I could buy in every game that we mentioned. You're like, yeah, played that one. That was good. Love that game. I was like, yeah. well, I like my weird games, man. Hey, if you're out there and you haven't played Golf Story, go buy it and play it. It's great. It's the fantastic. wildest use of HD Rumble still, in my opinion. It's so good. It's so it's weird. So good. If you have that and you haven't played Celeste, buy it. Play it. So yeah, good. Go get Celeste. Celeste, I don't... Celeste is a game that I only like because it's as good as it is. And what I mean by that is... That style, that style of game, 2D platformers, I don't play very many because I just don't really like them. But that oh, game same. was so good that I didn't care. It looked horrifying, it's like, but it's oh, horrifying it so in a good, good way. Oh, it's so good. So good. Brilliant. Brilliant. Did y'all watch the State of Play today from PlayStation? I did. Watch it. And then a couple of reactions from it as well. Yeah, I watched it a couple I, times. I watched the Kind of Funny Guys react to it, which is normally how I watch a lot of these things because they're very entertaining. And I watched them react to it, and I missed about seven to ten minutes in the middle of it, and then I had to come back and watch it when I got home. So I did get to watch it in its entirety and you know get the flow going from thing to thing. Um, any immediate thoughts on it from you guys? I am amped about Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh, yeah? 
I, I loved the first three. I played them growing up. Um, played them on repeat. Like, I didn't have a memory card at one point, so I'd just start a new file, you know, every oh time I gosh, and go through it and just, like, loved them. Uh, got, a, got the remastered on Switch a couple years ago. Played through all three of them. Loved every minute of it. I am amped for the changes they made. Uh, Shibby, if you played a Tropical Freeze, this looks like a Tropical Freeze for non-Nintendo systems. Um, it looks really Not good. Surprised. Like The things they added are straight up being ripped off from Donkey Kong. <laughs> hey, if it's tried and true, then, you know, if it works, it works. Exactly. And it looks so good. Yeah, I've never gotten into the Crash games, and this one does not make me want to get into it. it, But it does look like if I were a Crash fan, I would love this one. So, so it's side scrolling, or is it is it a bit of everything? It's a little of everything. Everything. So the first ones were 3D, and you were moving front to back. But basically, if you turned your camera 90 degrees, it's basically a side scrolling game. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they were very early 3D. Like the first one came out before Super Mario 64 did, so it was like. Still in that era where everyone was trying to figure out what does a 3D game look like. Yeah, the first right. one was supposed. The first one looked like it was in 2D, but it played like it was in 3D. <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, it, it was yeah, lots of pixels involved that you could see, or maybe not very many pixels, and you could see them all. However, that works. Um, but yeah, I do think they. It looks like they're doing a good job. It it looks like they're appealing to fans of that series which is what you obviously want to do you're not trying to change and and get a bunch of new fans or anything with that kind of stuff you're definitely appealing on nostalgia and and i think that people are going to love it if they like that series i'm hoping it's the start of a new uh new generation for crash because oh it's been too long i played more crash in uncharted 4 when you get (laughs) to play crash for a minute than i've played crash in my entire life Mm, missing out man so so it's state just, of play was it was it another event that just made xbox look really really dumb or how, i didn't see it so how sure how, this how, one was a little competitive different. was it? Um, uh this one was not i don't think um this one was almost not meant at least from my takeaway from it was it didn't seem like it was meant to compete with xbox it seemed like their last one where they just announced all these games was definitely meant to be like all right what's your next move xbox this one just seemed to be like all right, for you PlayStation fans that are interested in some of these games we announced, here's some details on them. That's okay. kind of what this one is. A little deeper it, it dive. Like Sony's version of a Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, I mean, it was 40 Kinda, minutes yeah. long, but then the amount of titles they covered was like, what, seven like or eight? Yeah, it's, that's true. They did show a couple in the middle, and I went back and looked. Um, but they spent, let's see, Godfall, that game with the arrows. What was that one called? Or the lady was sliding and shooting arrows? I forgot oh, that the, uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember. That game is that that wasn't the Aeons. No, no, that's a different one. I can't remember, but they that those two and then Crash at the beginning. I would say between those three games was probably twenty five minutes to thirty minutes of that conference. They spent a long time on those three. Yeah, Godfall got uh, a very long showing, too long in my opinion. I don't disagree with that, but I think that's what they were going. For. And that maybe that was because they set the bar really high last time and just was announcement after announcement after announcement. That wasn't really this one. Um, but yeah, it was a deeper dive into some of the games that they have not yet dove diving had have dove into. Um, yeah. 
Um, Jason, did you want to bring up, didn't you, you sent us a text about something, didn't you? Or a yeah. About so something. one of the games that was shown off, um, let me find it here. Um, Aeon I think it was Aeon's Aeon's Die. yeah, the game Aeon's Aeon's must die. Um, developers from it posted onto Dropbox, a link of like assets and, and telling like who did what on the games and like screenshots from their internal messaging system. All yeah, the what was that? Really quit. Um, so they said they, they've all quit the company, and so the, the company doesn't actually have oh. any developers right now. And that trailer was put together by by like a third party to just be ready in time for the uh, state of play. So they're like, we don't know how this game's gonna get finished because no one's working on it now. But it's uh it's another instance of it looks like you know people were trying to take advantage of the the people working on the game, and they yeah. got got. Uh, fed up and now it's probably getting because it's so public like they put a huge dropbox folder full of a bunch of different assets and you know a, a lot of the timeline of, of working mm-hmm. on it um yeah sure I, I could see that game not actually coming out yeah i'm looking now though because what i was curious was is that a playstation owned studio and it does it not look not. like it is no because it looks like that game was actually supposed to come out on all platforms all like PlayStation, Switch, Xbox One, and PC. So, yeah. So mm. I, I think that one. There's a good chance that that trailer was all we will see of that game. That game did not look fun to me, but the art looked awesome. Like the gameplay just didn't speak to me. I don't know that I would enjoyed that, but the, the art style and just the way it looked was really cool. Yeah, I saw someone mention it, or they called it like it reminded them of like Toonami back on Cartoon Network. And I got sure. that. I was like, yes, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, no, I can see that. But yeah, that, I'm, it, that'd be interesting. So either that game's not going to come out basically, or that company's going to have to do a really big, Hey, we're sorry we messed up. Here's how we fix it. Yeah. And then everybody comes, it's, there's not going to be really any middle ground. I don't think. Cause it's, I mean, surely they're way too far into it to be like, Oh, we'll get new people. So, I don't know. That's that is crazy though. Not really the news you want after you show a game in a state of play. <laughs> no, hours not, after your, all your employees just bash you. Exactly. Um, but like I said, I don't think it quite. It doesn't really reflect on PlayStation as much. I mean, it yeah. does a little bit because it was in their state of play, but it's not a PlayStation first party game. So that does help a little bit. So I don't know. But we'll move on. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up PlayStation-wise. Have y'all played uh, Fall Guys at all or seen Fall Guys played or seen any of the buzz on Fall Guys, which is one of the free games of the month for PlayStation this, this no. uh, week? Man, this game. I know, Jason, you said you were going to play it, but you ended up not. Yet. Yeah, I, I think I'm probably going to buy it in the next couple weeks here. Um, I don't have a PlayStation currently, so I'm waiting on the PS5 to to hop back into their library but sure sure i'll probably buy it on steam and play it with some friends um first off i will have you know that their twitter account is one of my favorite twitter accounts ever it's so good as a matter of fact because so they've for for those of you that don't know play fall guys was one of playstation's free games of the month this month um as happens every now and again it really doesn't happen a lot but every now and again one of these free games just goes bonkers in sales because people just latch on a la rocket league. When it came out, people went crazy and then rocket league was unplayable for three days because of server issues. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Fall Guys has come out, and Fall Guys is almost like Mario Party Minigames Battle Royale Edition. So you play a Mario Party-esque minigame, and own, starting with 60 players, and then like, I don't know, 44 of you, I think is the number, maybe it changes from time to time, qualify for the next round. And it goes a maximum. It goes up to five rounds of gameplay, and so then the first forty-four people to cross the finish line at that mini game go on to the next one, and then maybe the next game is a different sort of obstacle course, or maybe it's a team game where your team's trying to it splits up everybody that's left in the game into three teams, and you're trying to play soccer and score more goal or the least amount of goals allowed on your goal or what I don't know. It's just random weird mini games, and each round more people get eliminated. And by the last round, there's like, I don't know, 15 to 25 people left. And it's a mini game. That's going to be a last person standing wins type mini game. And then like, congratulations, you won. So I have not won yet. I've only played maybe, I think we played maybe 10 different times the other night and I finished top five. Uh, there was a specific mini game that they use for one of their round five games. It's always um, one person left or whatever. And I finished top five like three times. And then I finished second. And I was fairly upset that I died and I was second. I'm like, crap, I didn't win. And not realizing that my brother was the one who won. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm cool with that. One of us won. I'm happy. <laughs> We're cool with that. So, but so how does it stack really up fun. so far uh, compared to Mario Party? How is it so far? It, so Mario, Mario Party, it's just a different feel. Because you play an entire game of this. Even even the times that we went all the way through to round five and didn't get eliminated. Like 15 minutes. So it's so fast. Where Mario Party is more like, have fun with this mini. Now Mario mm-hmm. Party, I will say, has hundreds more mini games than this thing does. This thing seems to have a rotation of about 20 so far. Um, I will say, I do think they're going to have an issue sustaining the success they had so many people jumped in where their servers were down for like three hours when the game came out but um and they're they're still having lots of buzz i just to me it feels like a game i'm going to play a lot for two or three weeks and then kind of fade off i think the one thing that can fix that is if they have a queue of more mini games that they're going to rotate in or add or whatever that would maybe make it last longer i've heard that is going to happen i would hope so i would hope so but i'm telling you their twitter account is golden i read a tweet in there today uh because you know the people that operate your twitter are not normally the people that are working on your servers and stuff and oh man i'm trying to i'm trying to find that tweet i don't know if i could find it but it said something to the effect because you know Oh, here it is. Because you know how you know how the Twitter world can be. If the Fall Guys Fall at Fall Guys Game is their their Twitter account, if they tweet out something that's like you know, hope you guys are enjoying our game, then the comments underneath are going to be like, I wish you stop tweeting and go fix your servers. You know what I mean? It's just that's the way Twitter works, right? So yeah. here's a, here's a tweet from from their official account. Some of you think I should be spending less time tweeting and more time working on servers or bug fixing. I'm afraid you've vastly overestimated my skills. I'm a community manager. I'm not allowed anywhere near the servers. This is a very right. good thing. Let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah. that's just a it's just a fun. There's just a fun Twitter account because they're like, yeah, that's a bad idea for me to transparent go fix for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. They also like 
I think the best thing about that game is it's also very fun to watch. Um, it is. It is. Like, it, it's comical, you know? It, it, the characters move in hilarious ways, and yes. like the, the situations are, are hilarious. I think, it, <laughs> yeah. I think it has legs just because of how ridiculous it is. And I will say, there is... There's no learning curve to this game. I mean, 30 seconds in, you get it. You know, like each mini game may have a little bit of a different thing you do. But like example, when you play Mario Party, each mini game, what do you do? You go, okay, this button does this. That one does that. This one does. Okay, I'm supposed to go. Okay. each You know, the control schemes are a little different for each thing. This game, you have a button that obviously you run with your stick, your uh, left stick. You have a, I think, R2, I believe it is, grabs onto somebody. Um, X jumps on the PlayStation and circle or square. I can't remember which one dives. It's kind of like you jump and dive kind of thing. That's all of the buttons. And it's the same for every game. And regardless of what you're trying to do, you know that all you're doing is running, jumping, diving, grabbing. That's it. And that's so, there's so, that's so easy to figure out. I am a little salty and you can look on Twitter and I'm not the only one that anybody still comes out with video games without an option for an inverted camera control or anything. There's no, I, I play everything inverted and I have zero idea why I can't play this inverted. And I'm sure that'll be added soon in the future, but I just feel like that's gotta be the easiest. Oh yeah. Let's throw that in the options real quick as a checkbox. Just, just well, play it the right way, man. Manager working on it and he's going to oh. accidentally invert the left analog stick. Oh my Lord. I, jeez, come on people. All of yeah. the developers that listen to our podcast, both of you guys, listen. Inverted controls, please. I'm just yeah, let's let's but, let's go the opposite direction and let's let's uh, demand that the Twitter guy adds inverted controls. Bombard I'll do it. his. Uh, That'll actually just be a single game that it, that it happens on, though. Oh yeah, one of the mini games. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, it's you just, can find this out is which brilliant. One. The games are so simple. There's actually some games. If you if you guys ever watched uh, MXC, that was back on it was back on TV on um, what is it Spike TV or whatever the name of that TV channel was before it was Spike or since it was Spike. I don't remember that TV channel on TV back in the day. They had MXC or Most Extreme or MXE Most Extreme Elimination or something like that. I don't know. It was a uh, it was um, I believe Japanese game shows that they dubbed English over and they were just the dumbest little games that they would play. They would just, it was almost like watching people play like Wipeout or something like that. The just they're playing games where they're just running into stuff and yeah. getting knocked down and all kinds. And it was all those kind of games. It's some of the games in this remind me of that. There was a, a specific game where you're all you're doing is racing to the end and it starts out in the first, there's a line of doors and there's like seven or eight doors and you run into them and some of them will break open and some of them are just a wall that won't open. And you have no way to know until you just run into one. And then you pass that. And the next thing is five doors, same deal. And then the next one's three doors. And then, and it's so funny because when you get down to like two and three doors where one of them opens, then you end up with a, a literally a pile of like 40 characters <laughs> trying to get through this door that two and a half people can fit in. And it's just chaos, man. It's that game is just chaos, but it's fun. So, I recommend playing that. I recommend if you guys would like to jump on and play with me and and my brother and some of us, uh, man, we would love to. That's a, that's a really good uh, hangout with your community type playing game. So, 
I'd be down. I would be down. All right, guys. I'm uh, so my brother still actually kind of made the outline for today, and we threw in some extra stuff. Um, and I don't really agree with his premise, but I know it's just a question. I just didn't think of it this way. So I, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts on this. The topic of the show is: is PlayStation hurting itself? And the three things that we'll spend time talking about are uh, some Marvel exclusivity, some uh, stuff about their controllers and the back buttons. And then an announcement they made um, as far as their their profits that they made over um, this last fiscal year, I believe. Um, and I got to be honest with you, when I saw all of these on the surface, I never, I would have never, if you made me say, these are the three things that are in the main topic, I would have never wondered if PlayStation was hurting itself. So I'm, I'm curious what your guys' um, take on yeah. some of this stuff. We'll start with the Marvel exclusivity. Um Obviously, Marvel's Avengers is coming out um, soon. It's a game that I had no interest in two months ago, and now I'm super interested because it seems like Marvel Destiny, but apparently the gameplay is actually really fun. What I've what I've heard and what I've read, uh, a lot of the people in the industry that are bigger than Logon Games got to play this this past weekend as a beta, a very exclusive beta. And what I've heard from from what I've watched of that is they they said that the combat they thought was going to be very button mashy, but feels um, when you do hit somebody, it feels rewarding. Like I that that hit mattered, you know, um, which is to me that is a huge thing in a game that has this much combat and this much craziness. Um, if that really rings true when you're playing that each hit, each move, you can feel that it matters when you're fighting that, that, that would be incredible if they can capitalize on that. But the, um, one of the biggest questions after, after they really announced all the war room stuff or war table stuff is what they, what Avengers called this last time. One of the major questions was, Hey, is Spider-Man coming? Is Spider-Man going to be a thing? Cause we all know. Not only do people love Spider-Man, but according to sales, video gamers love Spider-Man. And Spider-Man has been on top of the world as far as uh, PlayStation 4 goes here over the last um, year or so. Also, Miles Morales coming out, you know, uh, was it late 2020 or I think it's this year, isn't it? Yes, yeah, this year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot. And so... Sony is announced, or play. I don't. I don't know who actually was the one that that broke the news. Whether it was Sony or it was, uh, I think Square's making uh, Avengers, but they announced Spider Man's coming only on PlayStation. Um, I saw that and I was like, sweet, another win for PlayStation. I never saw that as a loss for everybody else, but I guess it's being taken that way. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts? Shibby, I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, I think what you're saying is, it, um, okay, so that's bad on Sony's part because they have it and no one else does. Right, because they own the rights to it. And so I never saw that as a negative. Like, of course they would make it on PlayStation only, right? Like, that makes sense to me. If they had that option, why wouldn't they? Well, man, my kind of thing, out, out, my kind of thing has always kind of been, and I'm not a huge, I'm not, I'm not the biggest, like, console, you know, Xbox, uh, PlayStation player, but... I was actually talking to somebody about this. I want to say it was actually a few weeks ago. They were arguing about PS5 and um, Xbox Series X and saying, well, Xbox doesn't have any exclusives, so it's, it's, a, uh, it's not going to be as good of a console. And, uh, I mean, that may be true, but I'm like, 
you're you're bragging that PlayStation has exclusives. I'm like, dude, it's kind of bad that if these games could be on other platforms that they're not. So you're you're kind of asking a guy who my opinion's kind of I mean, unless you're like Nintendo and you own the studios or or the you know sure. whatever you're making your games, which that does happen in a lot of situations. But I kind of feel sure. like if you're pay, if you're just paying money for exclusivity in the first place, I think that's kind of a a jerk move. So I can kind of translate that logic sure. over to this as well, and kind of like yeah, that's kind of how I feel about all exclusivity in a, in a way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's your take on, I I have an opposite basically take on exclusivity, but I understand where you're coming from. And if that's your take, then absolutely it it's oh a it's bad just a take. It's PR not necessarily move. my end all be all. Uh, sure, take, but it's understand. Definitely. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Um, I will say it's interesting um, that a lot of things that were Sony exclusives. There's a handful of things that they'll also allow the Switch to put out, but not Xbox. I think that's been interesting. Um, it's almost like they realize Xbox is their their com- competition, and the Switch is oof just different. You know. I don't know. Not as, and I, I don't. I think that's a positive thing for the Switch. And I think that I don't know. They no nobody in the industry right now really views Nintendo as their direct competitor. As a competitor, sure, but not a direct competitor. You know, right? It's like so, if it's, you can almost per- personify that. I mean, you've got the the PlayStation, the Xbox, mm-hmm. are like you know, at each other's throats, and Nintendo's like, hey, I'm everybody's friend. Like, what's up? Like. Exactly, which is funny because that's kind of how Nintendo games are like Animal Crossing. Let's be friends. All right, that's, that's funny. What do you think, Jason? I think, first of all, you know, exclusive games have happened forever. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a new argument. I think. I think where it's mm-hmm. different here is that the Avengers is probably bigger than any other, you know, multi-platform IP we've had before. Um, Sure, with with the exception of like a Call of Duty or something, yeah. Yeah, and and it's like, well, I mean, even then, you know, it's like the top grossing movie of all time. Um, It exists outside of games. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Bigger than games is the big big thing. So it's like, I can see Xbox fans being upset that like, hey, my version's not getting potentially the, you know, the best version of it. Um, Right. But at the same time, you've seen this before in, in a slightly different way. Oh, wow. Like um, Soul Calibur 2, back on the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox, all had exclusive characters. And on the GameCube, it was Link from like The Legend of Zelda, and that's an awesome character. Sure. Uh, but like on PlayStation, you got uh, Hihachi from Tekken, and that is not as cool of a character. It's uh, not quite Link. Yeah, it's not Link. Um so, I mean, it's happened before. I mean, that was a, a, a since everyone had their own exclusive character. But, right. um, yeah, I, I think it leaves a bad taste in the mouth for the consumers that aren't obviously getting the benefit. But is there a problem there? See, I don't I think don't so. I don't see one. Yeah. I, I don't either. I, I think, especially with the timing of this, I think it's brilliant. Because the timing of this is... If you're really that big of a Marvel, if you're really that big of a Spider-Man fan, now you think about getting a PS5 instead of an Xbox. I don't think that most people are in that boat, but I guarantee a handful of people are. And so I I think the timing that's great and I I think that's the whole point. I think and I think that's kind of where Xbox has missed the boat on this whole thing 
um, when it's come to exclusive games over the last 10 years or so is that the whole point is, in my opinion, for a console war is you want the best games on your console. And if you can get them on your console and nobody else's, then you're going to have more people buy your console. Just period. Perfect example. I love Fantasy Star. I've always loved Fantasy Star. I've never wanted an Xbox. I now have an Xbox because I wanted to play Fantasy Star. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's it. That's the whole point. It, Microsoft got my money because Fantasy Star came to, to uh, Xbox. I think, I mean, that's, is that not the whole point? Yeah. I mean, so, I, I don't know why this became such a big issue now. I don't either. Other than I don't either. The IP is bigger than games. Sure, sure. And it's not, and it's it's almost multiple IPs in one because the Avengers are huge. Yeah, Spider Man's almost that huge by himself. So it's two really big things. I get that. Um, I think I, I view this not as a loss for everybody else. I don't feel like it's a negative thing for everybody else. I think it's a positive thing for Sony. Um, because the game's still available for everyone else. You just don't get to play Spider-Man because you don't have a PlayStation or you go well, buy a, a PlayStation, you can play Spider-Man. It's a positive for Sony at the expense of everyone else. It's both. It's a positive for Sony and it's a poo poo for other people. Well, that's the issue. That's where they're taking issue. With sure. It. Sure. Keeping in mind that Sony has the rights to Spider-Man. They could have just said, no, we don't want Spider-Man in the game at all. Right. That's kind no, of where I was, was going not. with the whole exclusivity thing. I'm like, well, I'm like, if you're going to be mad about that, then, you know, why are you, why aren't you looking at everything else that way? But I think it's kind of like Jay Monty said, kind of like it's, it's IP that exists everywhere else too, like movies it and is. everything. It's huge. And then also like the Soul Calibur thing, like, you know, a good point there with Soul Calibur, you had exclusives every direction so that everybody was kind of happy. Mm-hmm. So that's sure. different that's as true. well here. That is true. That is true. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's just a, Man. if, if it, if it went the other way around and, and Spider-Man was on Xbox only, I would be like, ah, oh, man, I'm bummed to someone who plays the PlayStation, but I wouldn't be mad at Microsoft for that. That seems like a smart move on their part. Um, just it makes me wonder what we're about to dive it. into with these other articles that Andrew has put on here. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, Xbox to say uh, Deadpool is exclusive to Xbox in six months. I know, right? I know, right? I don't know that we'll get into the uh, the the profits and estimates for Sony, but I definitely want to talk to you about the next one for sure. The controller. Have y'all seen um, the back of the controller they've shown from the PlayStation? It, it is confirmed with no back buttons, and I got to be honest with you, I don't. I don't know that I really wanted back buttons anyways. I don't know. What, what, what are your guys' thoughts on, on back buttons and on their... Is it at really adding anything to that controller? Back button? What is that? So it was rumored that there was going to be buttons on the back of the controller as almost like another L and R. I don't know. L4, R4. Uh, I don't okay. know what you call it. Or, or maybe programmable to do the same thing that a front button does to, you know, for ease of use or being able to play something. I don't know, but they've now obviously confirmed that that's not the case. Um, cause you know, on, on a lot of the, uh, the higher end controllers that you can buy from, from, uh, other companies that make PlayStation and, um, Xbox controllers for mostly right. competitive use. A lot of those have back buttons on them for being able to, 
do different things with make you I don't know depending on what game you're playing playing shooter specifically is kind of what they're used for to be able to easily do this or do that to where you wouldn't really be able to reach your fingers to do four different things at the same time or whatever yeah I don't know I don't think it's a big deal um I didn't expect there to be back buttons I gotta say there's a lot of buttons on the controller already I feel like you should be able to do just about everything you want to do with the amount of buttons you have in a controller yeah, and if yeah. they want to sell a pro controller or something later on, they can. For those who yeah, do just, need something else. Yeah, I thought that was interesting um, with that. Um, but they also did confirm that you can play... Let me, let me make sure I say this correctly. Obviously, PS4 can't. games are coming to PS5. You can play ps4 games with a ps5 controller but not ps5 games with a ps4 controller i believe that is correct does that yes did i say that yeah, correctly? yeah, yeah. that's what i that's <laughs> what i heard as well okay so it makes huh. sense that the controller that comes with my new ps5 would be able to play ps4 games from the past that makes perfect sense i honestly think it makes sense that my ps4 games or my ps5 games won't work with a ps4 controller i don't know Tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't know in any other context in any other system that you've been able to play modern games with the previous console controller. Wii U, <laughs> probably you Xbox. Okay, okay, you're right. We and to be fair, the yeah, that was just because the Wii Mote is so different. Yeah, yeah, um, it wasn't your primary controller. It was like an alternate option. Correct. That's that is a good call though. That is a good call. But yeah, well, was none Xbox of that. that way too, or no? Xbox One and 360, or no? I don't think I don't so. know. I don't know. I would have. Here's the I thing. It depends on what's on the controller. If it's the controllers, the same sure. freaking buttons and no different technology, then yeah, that's stupid. Otherwise there's gotta be something that holds it back. I know well, the, the PlayStation has the, the haptics and the yes, uh, shoulder buttons now. And I think that's probably part of what it is. Um, so it's got like the, probably, the adaptive triggers, I think they call it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Andrew or uh, Matt, none of that story really surprises me. Uh, me either. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, to me. like the back buttons. The problem with the back buttons is like every controller that's not the same layout we've had for the last fifteen years doesn't last. And it's like even sure. Nintendo's done a bunch of like you know f- weird ones, and they've returned back to. Start select four face buttons, four shoulder buttons, two analog sticks, and a D pad. Yeah, uh, it's like that is just accepted as this is how a video game is controlled. Yeah, well, there's as far as controller, as far as being able to put a controller in your hand that's not a mouse and a keyboard, that is so many input options. When you look at the fact that if you hold down left trigger, you now have a second mapping for all of your other buttons. Yeah, you hold down both. You know, there's so much you can do. And I don't really ever remember playing a game anytime recently where I've gone, man, this button combination is so convoluted. I wish I had another button that would do this for me. You know, that's just not, they found a, a thing that works and it's, it not only works, but like you said, it's universally accepted and people can pick up a PlayStation controller and then go pick up an Xbox controller and they know how to play the game on either console because the buttons are in the same place, even though they're, they're registered or called something different. You know? Yeah, and I mean, this is um, the same way now. 
It's like all and you're a hundred percent. Except for the switch messes with me every time because their A and B is opposite of everything else. Uh, is the the yep. correct A and B because it's been that way for thirty years. I'm not saying it's correct or wrong. I'm just saying it's different than everything else, and it messes with my head. Oh, I'm taking a stance and saying Nintendo did it right. <laughs> that is a stance you're allowed to take. I don't. I, I don't think that either one of them did it right or wrong. I think it works both ways. I'm just thinking when you switch back and forth, it yeah. messes with me. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. None of that surprises me, and it makes sense. I will say I do think that. Maybe it's not, it's possible that it's not a functionality issue. Maybe the PS4 controller would totally run a PS5 game, but if they're going to come out with this thing at four hundred dollars, they're going to take a hit. We've already discussed that price wise um, on the console, and they can make a whole lot of money on controllers. The percentage of money they make on a controller, their their profit margin there's huge, um, and you're going to need more controllers most likely. So. Um, well, maybe not. And that's actually, that may be another thing. Maybe, maybe controller sales are down already anyways, because there's not as many, you know, weekends where I have four dudes over at my house, all playing split screen something, Yeah, you know? And so maybe I, I think for, for the PS, uh, PS4, I've owned three controllers. I owned the original one. I bought a white one when the original one started to have some drift issues. And then I bought a sunset orange one when the white one had some drift issues. All just for myself. None of them were, I want to play this game co-op with somebody else here. So, I don't know. Maybe that's the case too. So, who knows? Who knows? But, you know what? That's been a, a long episode. We will we'll hold off on the, uh, the profit announcements. The profit announcements basically are that Sony's doing fine, guys. <laughs> profit announcers are basically saying that uh, due to coronavirus, their profits are lower than what they thought they were going to be. But before coronavirus, they were way more than they thought they were going to be, which makes no no. That's not again not a surprise to me at all. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think that's probably the case with everybody not named Nintendo because they hit the jackpot with Animal Crossing when coronavirus. Hit. So so we can say um, so far PS Five is not hurting itself. No, not at all. No. Now to answer I, that question. I, yeah, and one other thing that they didn't mention the state of play, which I don't know that I don't know that it was expected. I didn't expect it, but they didn't mention the price again. Um, I don't know when that timeline is going to be for that, but um, I still maintain contention that they're waiting on Xbox. So um, I think they're both waiting on each other, honestly, right now. At the we'll <laughs> yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens there, but. Any final thoughts about anything we talked about today, guys, or anything I left out? Man, games are cool. It's a uh, I know we're finally, in a good place right now. Finally, getting fun again after a few months of like drought content. Yeah, I will say, out of all the stuff this year, um, Animal Crossing has won the year so far. Oh yeah, by a lot, and it's going to be interesting to see. Um when the new consoles drop, if Nintendo is going to have anything drop near then to try to boost their sales and compete uh, with the sales at holiday time, or if they're just going to sit back and wait and be like, all right, y'all have your, your three months and then we'll drop something beginning of the year. I'm curious. Curious. Cool guys. Well, Hey, I enjoyed that. Um, y'all are all f- free to tweet at um, Andre 4772 on all other things and tell him that we don't need him 
Um, I would <laughs> prefer that you do that. That's called sibling rivalry. But uh, no, thanks for listening. Um, remember to check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you watch. Rate us uh, five stars. If you think that we're four stars or less, that's awesome. Go tell your friends that, but don't rate us that. Um, but I, I don't really care. Be honest with us, guys. Be honest. Um, but yeah, comments or topics you want us to talk about, I, we'd love for you to message us or tweet at us or Please do, ask us yeah. questions or, or, or jump on PlayStation or Switch or Xbox or PC since we have Jason in here. And uh, we'd love to play some stuff with you. I'd love to have a community like Rocket League night. That'd be super fun. Yeah, have a blast with that. I'm all for it. Oh, that'd be so fun. But we appreciate you guys. Uh, check out some of the, the people that do other stuff with us. Um, obviously, our other hosts that are on here and uh, ouchthathurts.com does a lot of stuff with us. They're really cool people over there. We'd love to love for you to check those guys out. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I don't have a cool like signing off phrase I need to come up with. I don't have like an Autobots rollout or anything. But um, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And we will uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Oh, let's break it.